The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Hi, I'm Renee Summerauer, digital news anchor here at 7 at 7. Watch our streaming nonstop newscast immediately with your mobile phone. 7 at 7 is the new way for you to get every bit of local news you need in just seven minutes. Breaking news, local neighborhood news, weather, and sports are just a click away. Reporters bring you all of what's happening in the Valley. From Roku, Amazon Fire, Apple TV, YouTube, and more get every bit of local news you need from the RJ and LVRJ.com. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. All right, so we're knee deep into the Bears. Um, this is, you know, obviously a team that we don't know very well, haven't played them uh, a whole lot. Um, and Really, uh, I'd say a totally different style of football than what we what we played the last. I mean, last few weeks for sure. Um, you know, just in terms of schematically the way they deal with it, um, their personnel. I'd say the challenges that they present in all three phases are different. Um, it's a team that's you know, um, this is an explosive team um, starting at a kicking game. I mean, the returner. Um, that they, you know, basically in a top 10, top five in every category last year, created turnovers, kickoff returners, really good, big, strong, fast. Um, same thing at the punt returner. The kicker's obviously exceptional. Um, you know, they've only teamed the lead to block two field goals this year. So, uh, they, you know, they present a lot of challenges in that regard. They're very well coached and they're physical. Um, which stands out in every unit uh, defensively, you know, lead the league in negative runs, um, have always, Coach Eberflus has always done a great job of um, going after the football, trying to create takeaways and turnovers. And when they've done that, obviously that's been, um, you know, a big precursor for victories for them uh, throughout his coaching career. Um, but you can see the effort and the attempts at the ball, um, the way they play uh, kind of lends itself to um, creating turnovers if you're not careful with the football or you don't take good care of it if you have it. So um, defensive fronts, very disruptive, play a lot of players, um, some of which we're familiar with that were here before Andrew, Yannick. I mean, they have some guys that are uh, Jones is, I'd say, one of the best you know, defensive linemen that we're going to see uh, the entire year. Um, you know, linebackers, uh, rangy, big, good blitzers. Um, Jackson, obviously, is, you know, he's found the end zone on defense more than any player since he's been in the league. So very opportunistic, create a lot of long yarded situations. Um, I think Matt's as good a defensive coach. Um, he's right up there with all the rest of them uh, that are that good. I mean, he challenges you a number of different ways. And then offensively, I mean, you know, led the league in rushing last year. Um, Really, same picking up where they left off in that regard. Um, running backs are all big, all hard to tackle, make a ton of yards after contact. So tackling will be important this week. Um, more, uh, you know, is top of every category, basically in the league. Yards per catch, contested catches. Um, you know, he's hard to tackle when he has the ball in his hand. So uh, they get the tight ends involved. They got you know other skilled players that they throw it to, and uh, obviously Fields. Um, you know, and understand the report. You know, may or may not go, but you know, obviously a versatile guy can hurt you with his arm, can hurt you with his legs. 
Um, and then the young kid, when he came in last week, you know, very much the same thing. Like, he understands the game plan. He can do things with his legs as well, too. So we've seen a lot of film on him. So, um, you know, explosive team in all three areas, you know, all three phases. We've got to do a good job of understanding who we're playing against and uh, where they're at and, you know, how they win, you know, and how they make big plays because that's obviously going to be a big factor um, on Sunday. <clears throat> Any update on uh, Jimmy and – Nothing yet. I mean, we're, you know, that'll be a medical thing as we go through the week here and just kind of see how he progresses. Um, but nothing, nothing yet. Will he be able to practice today? Not today. He won't practice today. No. And um, you have, I mean, I'm sure you have, obviously, you have a game plan uh, for the quarterback. But, you, you know, Brian came off the bench, did a pretty good job. Mm -hmm. He's already gotten the start. Is there yeah. anything waited? Yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to, you know, both of them will get opportunities today. You know, like I said, it's hard to. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of see how today goes and then see what the prognosis is and see how practice goes, see how Jimmy's feeling. So I think there's, you know, there's a few balls in the air right now um, that we're going to have to sort through for sure. When you talk about the, the preparation for the Bears, the, you know, the quarterback, the young kid, there's not much film on him. He's a small school guy, obviously, yeah. really much. And then Fields, as you said, the reports are not playing. Like, how much do you have to kind of weigh that, prepare for him, and how do you prepare for a quarterback you don't know that much about necessarily? Yeah, I mean, look, there's film on everybody if you, if you look hard enough to find it. You know what I mean? So he's he played in the preseason a bunch. Played last week, obviously. Um, you know, and and so there's college tape as well. So uh, I think most importantly is to understand the skill set of the player you're talking about. You know, and in this case, it's multiple players. Um, you know, and just you know. We have to be able to defend whoever's out there. So, um, you know, we always talk about the backup quarterback anyway. Um, last week was no different. You know what I mean? We, we you know, had, had some tape on Cunningham and knew that there might be something where he could potentially uh, be a factor. And so, you know, you have to prepare and do your due diligence. So, um, like I said, we've, we've got all the tape on him. Uh, we'll watch it all. He's played in their system and their offense. He did some good things in the preseason, certainly. Um, you know, he can do some things with his legs. You know, he finds the right people in the passing game. He's accurate. He's got a good arm. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's enough to go off of for sure. Is he on your radar at all in the pre-draft process or the undrafted process? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them that are. I think once we, once we ended up going with Aiden, you know, when we picked Aiden, I think it kind of changed, you know, just the entire mindset of, of that whole thing. Just seems like uh, Trayvon Morick uh, this season has taken a step forward. What have you seen from him in terms of his growth just over the course of the last Yeah, I think, you know, um, this is, you know, Trey's third year. He's played a ton of football, obviously, um, you know, and he's had an opportunity to be um, to really try to take the I think the best of the guys that he's been around, you know. Um, he was around John and John Abrams, physical, you know, physical type of style player. Um, he got to, you know, be around Duran last year a little bit, who had been in the league for a long time. Kind of, I think Trey tried to, you know, gain and um, take as much from him as he could. Um, and now, you know, Marcus comes in this year, a different player, uh, different experiences. Marcus has had a lot of success in his career on some really good teams and. Um, I think Trey's just done a good job of trying to learn from all those players that he's playing with or beside. Um, you know, he works hard at it. Uh, I know he studies hard at, uh, you know, at his position, the opponent. Um, I think he really, you know, he's trying to be good in every area of that position, you know, and we ask a lot of that position, you know. Uh, sometimes they're down the box. Sometimes they're in a deep part of the field. Sometimes they're covering. Sometimes they're blitzing. 
Um, you know, I think Trey's improved as a tackler, um, you know, and he certainly had to deal with his fair share of adversities too. You know, he's got the cast on, you know, the thumb. So um, I just think he's a tough-minded kid who's really focused on trying to be the best version of himself. Um, and he's really, I think he's really taken something from all of the guys that he's had an opportunity to play with, which I think is great for every young player to do um, because obviously you don't know everything, you know, when you're young. So um, just feel like he's continuing to get better and better. You know, I really like Trey's, you know, path here. Josh, an organizational question. As the trade deadline comes, is that something you and Dave discuss? Is it something Dave will say, hey, I think we can fill a need here? Or you say, uh, not looking for names, just organizationally, how yeah. do you and Dave handle that? That's really, you know, for Dave and then Dave and Champ and those guys upstairs to really monitor that stuff. I mean, I don't I don't have enough, you know, I wish there was two more hours in every day as it is to do other things. So, um, you know, it's an important part of the process. It's, it's It doesn't mean that anything will or won't happen, uh, but I have total trust and faith in those guys to basically they're monitoring all that stuff. If there's something that eventually we need to have a discussion about or what have you, then then you try to do the, the best thing for the team. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be in my lane here, you know, and, and if he needs to honk the horn and we need to pull over to the side of the road and have a conversation, then we will. But I those guys are going to do a great job of that. They did a great job last year monitoring that whole thing. There's a lot of conversations. Um, sometimes there's things that happen. Sometimes a lot of times there's not. Say it again. He won't be out there either today. Uh, he's, you know, continuing to try to progress and work hard at it. Um, just, you know, and I think he'll, again, he'll be out there as soon as he can. He's just not quite ready. Talked about your uh, interior defensive line kind of as a whole the other day, but uh, the, the guy who's getting the most snaps and seems to be in a really good stretch is uh, Bilal Nichols. How important has it been for, for him? <laughs> yeah, Bilal's, um, you know, He's been a steady, uh, a steady guy since we got him last year. Um, you know, just works really hard at all the areas that you know uh, that are required at that position. You know, he's got to be able to play the run and, and be physical inside. He's um, he works at pass rush, um, you know, diligently every single week um, that we're out there. I think he's improved in both areas. I think he understands the scheme that we're playing now, you know, the, the best since I've been here. You know, I think all our guys are really getting acclimated to it. But true pro, um, really uh, a good influence on everybody else, comes in prepared every day, puts in a great deal of work at practice, uh, technique-wise, fundamentally. Um, then he gives great effort. You know, he's in good condition. He can play a lot of snaps, as you mentioned. Um, you know, and he impacts the game in multiple ways, which obviously, you know, if you play that position, that's what you want to do. So um, really, uh, again, happy with the progress that, that we've seen from Bilal. Jenkins is somebody else that probably doesn't get the notoriety that he deserves. Feels like he's been kind of an anchor for you guys. Don't yeah, he has. Um, you know, there's another guy that's nothing but a pro. Um, you know, ready every day, um, knows the opponent, understands what his job is, um, does it, doesn't get tired of doing it right with the technique. Uh, very consistent in his approach. Um, practices his butt off. Um, you know, for a guy who's been in the league as number as many times in as many practices and games as this guy's played in his career, uh, you see him practice and you're impressed. You know, and he's always trying to either himself improve or help somebody else get better. Which, um, I mean, man, if you can if you could put a you know roster full of 70 guys together that are like that, so um, just just love having him here. Um, he's played he's played very well so far this season, um, and we're going to need him to continue to do that. 
Josh, uh, Max has seemingly always kind of been a team leader anyway, but it seems like he's taken even more of a leap this year. How has he been able to do that? Yeah, I mean, he he searches, um, honestly, uh, uh, daily for ways to improve himself and improve himself in all the areas that he's working on, you know, and everybody sees the player part of it. You know, it's probably I'm just as impressed with the other stuff, you know, in the meeting room, um, you know, how he leads his teammates on the practice field his preparation every day, his treatment, his recovery process is never ending. Um, you know, and he wants to, I think young players sometimes, they know how to get themselves in a routine. And, and I think one of the biggest challenges that young players see, and I think Max is really, he's really getting over the hump on this, is how do I improve other guys? How do I help them improve and motivate them to do do more and, and, and try to improve themselves? So um, he just has such an effect on everybody um, every day, you know, and, and, and in, along with that, there's a lot of pressure, you know, because you have to be on every day. You know, you can't come in and have a day where you're just, you know, let me just go through the motions, you know, and, and he never does, you know. So um, he, he's learning to deal with all those stresses of being a, a great leader, a great teammate, along with being a dynamic elite player. So um, he just he's obsessed with being the best version of himself every day. And uh, you see it. And that's why you see him improve at it. I'm sure you knew a lot about him already coming in, but was there a moment like last year when you were like, oh, this guy, this guy's different. Like there's something different. about Crosby. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the, the first few times I saw him, met him, saw him in the weight room, you know, um, you know, my, of course, my office is right over there by the parking lot. So I always, you know, you know, when you, you look down there, his car's here most of the time. So, you know, you'd think he was coaching, you know, cause he's, he's here early, he's here late and all the rest of it. So, um, no, nah, he just, Ever since I've had an opportunity to, and the good fortune to be here, he, he's been an incredible influence on me, uh, on the on the people in the building, on the players. Um, it's just, I mean, we're blessed to have him. We really are. <clears throat> you watch, have you watched him spar? And how much does it panic you that he's in there? Taking yeah, I have. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not. Uh, we try to keep some of the shots to a minimum, you know, as we go into the season part of it. So. Um, but, you know, I mean, guys have different ways that they prepare, you know, and, um, you know, he's a he's a violent guy. You know, he, he plays that way, too. So Josh, when you have uh, a player like Devontae Adams, uh, who's such a focal point and cameras catch him and mm -hmm. you know, where he's sitting, who's he who he's talking to during the game? Is he frustrated? Like on, on Sunday, he left without talking to us uh, after the game. Uh, no big deal. That's his prerogative. But people read into things. Um, and as the head coach dealing with somebody like that, um, are there times where you feel like you have to sit him down or the office is open for him to come to talk to you to express any frustrations at all? I always have open communication with all those guys. Um, and honestly, like, you know, great players wouldn't be great if they didn't want to try to help the team win in every way that they can, you know. And we have a, you know, we have a handful of guys that have earned that, you know, that opportunity, you know. And we're just talking about Max and talk about, you know, Devontae. And I've been around a handful of other ones um, where, look, the game is different for them, you know, because they've, you know, achieved a certain, um, you know, uh, status and, and they want to contribute every single time that they're out there as much as they can. So um, that's part of them being them. You know, I would never tell them to squash that. You know, um, he's been a great leader, a great influence. We know how this goes. Um, there's stretches, and we've seen this already in the league. You know, I don't know. 
a half a dozen or more times this year where, you know, a certain player doesn't necessarily get a certain number of targets one week or the other for a number of reasons. You know, there's the, the other team gets a little bit of a vote or something else happens that that affects that. But um, to me, you know, that approach, I wouldn't want him to change or any other player like that. I wouldn't want Max to change. You know, he's getting double teamed on every pass rush. You know, we try to move him to help him, you know, be more impactful, you know. So um, I've said that before, like our job is to, to make sure our best players have an opportunity to impact the game um, and and they can only do what they can do you know so um, he's going to do everything he can to help us win I know that for sure he's got a great attitude and mindset he's you know as, as competitive as a guy as I've ever been around um, and he should want the ball and he should want to contribute um, so no I, I don't I don't try to tell them to not you know not feel a certain way and, and they should be you know they should want the ball you know, that's why they are who they are, you know. So, um, no, he's 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 great, you know, in, in every way. And, and this is no different. Is he, I mean, I know that he knows that or thinks when he's double teamed, he's still open. Where is the fine line with that? Yeah. Especially when you have to sit down and talk to him about it. There's a fine. I don't I mean, I don't have to sit down and talk to him about anything. He, there's a fine line, you know, for every player like that. You know, um, you know, you got to be we got to be smart with the ball, but we also got to make sure we keep our best, you know, our best options um, available to us, you know. And so, uh, look, my job, it, you know, my job is to try to find a way where they can't double, them, you know. So, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep working at that part, too. And again, there's always stretches like that that seem a little bit, you know, uh, slower than others. Um, but that can change in a hurry. Your offenses have always been known for tight end. So as Michael continues to mature, how much does it allow you to do more of what your scheme is? Yeah, I mean, I think I think the more guys that contribute, the harder it is to defend. And obviously the tight end position, you know, I think Hoop and Mike both contributed the last few weeks significantly. And, um, you know, they're right in the middle of the defense. So, you know, when there's, a, or there's somebody, whether it's a back receiver or a tight end that's contributing right in the middle of the field, you know, that that creates, you know, you have to pay some attention to that, you know. So um, I just, you know, the more plays we can involve them in, um, as you can see, they're hard to tackle. You know, there's two big guys running with the ball, um, you know, you get the ball in their hands. It's, you know, it's you have an opportunity to make some yards. So I love the, the position. I think the versatility of that position going back a number of years now has continued to evolve and change. And uh, there's so many really good tight ends in the league now. And I'm really excited that we're starting to see some of that growth from our guys. When you guys drafted Tyree Wilson, you had a plan, kind of a ramp-up period for him. Has he progressed how you guys expected to this point so far? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Tyree's playing more and more in terms of uh, doing the things we thought he could do. Um, you know, I know there's one number everybody, you know, is waiting for. So I, I, I understand that part of it. But um, I thought he was very impactful in the running game the other day. Uh, again, some of the things in the pass rush, you know, there's there's opportunities and we're getting we're getting closer on some of those things, too. So um, he's the thing he, he's doing is he's he's been out there every day. He's stringing weeks together. He's getting you know better in terms of understanding his role, the defense, what he's doing on every call, um, the technique we're using, uh, getting off on the football, how to play different blockers. You know that's a big thing for him too because you know. 
the left tackle this week is not the same as the left tackle last week. And, you know, that'll continue through his entire career. So um, these guys, you know, there's a different level of preparation that goes into winning, you know, rushes, winning run blocks, et cetera, against different people. So um, he's learning how to do all that, you know, and I love the fact that he's been durable and been able to stay out there on the practice field, which I think is where you're going to see the most improvement from him. Max pushes him in a good way. I don't mean that disrespectfully. Yeah. So how much does it help you to look over and say, okay, if he's going to learn from anybody, that's the guy I want? Yeah, I think all your leaders like that, you know, certainly you know that the young players respect those players, you know, um, one, because of the way they work, but two, because they've earned it based on their production. So um, to have guys like that in your organization, and we have a number of them, you know, Max, JJ, Devontae, Jimmy, I mean, there's a lot Epps, you know, there's a lot of guys, Marcus Peters, you know, there's a lot of guys that people can listen to and, and they have a lot of experiences, a lot of successful experiences to rely on and, and help, you know, teach some of these young guys, you know, through their expo exposure. So um, I really, you know, when you see that, you know, it's a good conversation. Um, and the most important thing is how it's received. And so you see a lot of our young players, whether it's Trey listening to Devante or, you know, Trayvon listening to Epps or, you know, Tyree listening to Mac. Those are all really productive conversations for an organization and a team to have. Devontae, he's taking some big hits and there's some physical stuff. Is, is, I know he wants to practice all the time. Um, mm -hmm. uh, is he, a, is he going to be out there today? And, and, and B, is that something that you kind of have to re help him refrain from himself? Yeah, I think we're trying to do that with all of our guys. You know, I mean, Max is, you know, you guys have seen on the injury report, limited. And, you know, just trying to be smart with all those guys. You know, I mean, there's a toll that it takes, especially this year with our bye week where it is. You know, you got to try to manage that the best you can. Um, we have a late bye week, you know, so, um, you know, we just last week we had it last year. We had an earlier one. So um, we'll do the best we can to try to manage those guys. I understand if they don't have a certain practice rep like that, that's part of doing business. You know, um, I count on those guys to be ready to go on Sunday. frustration that's come with that or have you kind of just been working through it and keeping it? I mean, it's a work in progress. Obviously, we're going to continue to work through it. But, I mean, I'm a human being and I have extremely high standards for myself and this offense. So, it's to me, it's not just about, you know, I'm sure people thinking like, you know, well, they won the game, they won the Packers game. You know, why is there an issue? I mean, you see why it's an issue. You, you know, y'all should know who I am, know what I'm about at this point. So, it's not about, you know, when, when you're a when you're a player like me, mentally, is my benchmark is not wins and losses, it's greatness. So when I go out there, I expect to be able to have that ability to put that on tape and have the, uh, an influence on the game. And that's, like I say every week, that's the, my purpose for being here. I'm not here just to hang out and, you know, like I said, come here to hang out with Derek and all of that stuff from last year. Came here to win and to, to do it the right way. So if, I mean, if it don't look like it's supposed to look, then I mean I'm I'm gonna be frustrated if I'm not a part of that that plan because, as you know, I have I have the opportunity to go and make to, to change that and make it look like a much better pitcher out there. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm gonna be frustrated. You know, if if Jacoby goes out and have a a monster game or if the offense is scoring every five plays like the you know our first drive on the Bills, then it is what it is. I don't you know I don't, it's not about me, but you know I'm one of the bigger pieces, you know, as to why this offense is gonna go and if I'm not getting it then that's obviously not um, according to plan so we want to we want to obviously keep working like we are to, to get that that right why are you not getting the targets you think you should be getting I mean it's it's very it's a I'm, I'm not naive at the end of the day 
it's not easy throwing to somebody who gets the covers that I get. And, you know, it's a lot of attention, a lot more than what I'm sure Jimmy, Derek, uh, you know, Hoy, whoever is whoever we got out there, Aiden. It's a lot more complex picture, you know, that they're looking at than the numbers that we study in throughout the week because you're going off of tendencies and what other teams do and how they play, you know, who, you know, other teams and things like that. And then when you play us, it's, it's going to be different. So it's a lot of, um, you know, things that have to go right, whether it's the play call that's being you know, put in at that particular moment, not saying that the play calls are bad, but you know, it's real critical each time of making sure you execute the proper way. So if we can't adjust through our games, you know, talk, you know, meet a quarterback or me and the head coach or you know, whatever the case may be, having the proper communication to make the pitcher right, well then it's going to be a lot more difficult than you know, it was three years ago on third down for whoever else was out there with Derek. It's just, it's just the way that it is. So. I'm aware of that, and I know that it's not easy, but I've done it, and you know I even did it last year, and we've had flashes, you know, this year making it happen. But it just got to happen on a more consistent basis in order us, in order for us to be the the offense that we want to be. Devante, Josh put you in the group with Randy Moss, which is one of the greatest, and put you, in, and he seems just as frustrated as you are, wanting more. He is. is that exactly? Is that not refreshing though? When your head coach is just as frustrated as you are, you guys are on the same page. 100. Uh, percent It definitely makes you feel better that you know other people see it the same way as you, but that don't fix it. So you still got to do something about it as a as a whole, not him. Um, but as a whole, we still got to find a way to to get it going. But obviously, it makes me feel a little better knowing that, you know, I'm not I'm not crazy. People are, are thinking the same way that I am. Tay, how do you take that frustration and turn it around to make a message strong enough so that your offense understands and you're able to proceed in a better way? Well, it's not much. It's not really about them understanding. I think everybody has the same idea. It's not like, hey, oh, we we got to get Tay the ball. Like we just figuring that out. It's just about executing the plan that we are obviously implementing throughout the week to, to make it happen. Just whether it's, you know, the players executing better or certain situations just having, you know, putting us in the, the best position possible to make it work. Monte, how much of that do you think is just the temperament of a great receiver? You want, you want the ball, even when you're winning, whatever, you want the ball. I mean, I don't know many great ones that didn't demand to, to be a, a big part of what's going on. and. Like I said, it's not like I'm asking for something that they don't want to do. You know, that's I'm not sitting here saying, you know, I'm on a team where, you know, these guys got me here and, you know, I'm just wasting me intentionally. You know, it's just a matter of making it happen. And like I said, I feel like I've said that like three, four times now, but that's that's really what it comes down to. It's like, you know, it's it's the idea. It got to be the idea, but that's a prerequisite to making it happen. You know, that's that's got to be the idea. Everybody's got to want to do it, but making it happen is the next part. But yeah, I guess to answer your question even even more is, I mean, it, in order to be a great receiver, I think that needs to be a part of your mindset, certain ego that needs to go along with it. Something needs to be said about the fact that I can continue to talk while Keelan's back there breakdancing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he needed that. Now he's good. All right. So if you can focus while he's doing that, I mean, what can you do in the game? I mean, hey. I feel like I can lock in in the games. If I can lock in during that little show, then I'll, I'll be good. <laughs> when did you first learn about the, the way that Max works and that we possibly Um, I mean, it's inspiring, man. I, I, no matter if I'm older than him, more experienced or whatever, I look up to a guy like that. And I told him that just the other day. I was like, 
it, it don't necessarily mean I look up to you like, you know, like an idol, but I, I look up to the, you know, that is, that's, like I said, that's really inspiring to see somebody, especially that young. It's hard to think like Max is a young guy, but he's still really young. I mean, that's the type of dude, not to, you know, blow him up too much, but that's the type of dude that can play like, you know, God willing, 20 years just because of what he puts into it, how he takes care of his body. I mean, he's, he's going a million miles an hour every week. I mean, y'all see the way that he plays. It's, it's um, at this point, it's like you just shake your head when you're watching the, 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 the tape. It's not like I'm like blown away. I don't come off like, oh my God. It's just like, how do you continue to do that? But it's just a certain amount of pride that goes into what he does. And it's the closest to, um, other than Aaron Rodgers that I've played with uh, to, to my mentality as far as the way that I go out there every single time I take the field. Um, you know, that intention and the just the, the need to dominate is, is unbelievable when I watch them. So it's, it's inspiring. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. Hey, did you see that game last weekend? It was crazy. Actually, we were there. Wait, like in person? How'd you swing that? Allegiant had a super affordable nonstop flight out there. With how low the airfare was, buying tickets to the game was a no-brainer. Hold my beer. I'm going to Allegiant.com right now. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Experience the game you love at Allegiant Stadium. Visit Allegiant.com Raiders to book your flight, game tickets, and hotel all in one place.